Hello and welcome everyone to episode 53 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? How's it going, everybody? I'm, of course, uh, the uh, English letterer for manga like Dragon Ball Super and uh, Kaiju Number 8 and dozens and dozens more, and I'm just ready to talk about some One Piece today. I, I had a blast with the chapters. Uh, this week. We're definitely getting into some fun stuff with this set, and yeah, the- I, I, I couldn't help but also compare it to because we mentioned before that this would have been our fiftieth episode if we didn't include the movies. Yeah, and I I think I feel better about ending with Bellamy getting punched. <laughs> <laughs> I look that is one of the greatest episode 50s i think we ever could have had um so in there's definitely a satisfying ending here but i think there's enough like it also kind of wraps up things yeah with with that 50 this one there's a lot of loose threads as as otis sort of like planting seeds everywhere yeah yep yep it's all like the gears are just starting to turn i'm like i'm remembering more and more as i'm going through this and i'm like i'm Starting to see where everything kind of comes together. I, 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 there's certain clues that popped up. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is a thing about this. Yeah, 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 exactly. Ah, it's it's so good. Yeah. We should, uh, get the ball rolling. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Well, let's do that with chapter 246, Satori, Vassal of the Forest of No Return. And, uh, our, our cover page is, it's weird to see Luffy so calm. Yeah. He's meditating. He's got a cat on his head. It's it's very cute, but it's weird that he's calm. I don't, I don't know. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm a little disturbed by it, to be honest. He's <laughs> just not up to mischief for once. <laughs> yeah. Although I do like how this this bird is getting ready to um, assassinate <laughs> Usopp, basically. Yeah, he's hold, holding a rock with the uh, with his wings. Yeah. It's real good. Because Usopp's getting ready to disturb Luffy's peace, and the, the bird's like, oh, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what a silly little scenario. Yeah, it is. But hey, it's time to meet these four vassals, as each of them are heavily shaded, almost like from heaven's light. B- basically, ominous dialogue. Ominous dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> Although we've seen three of the four. There's the, the one at the very top is the only one we haven't seen properly yet. Right. They were all in that scene where they were uh, chasing the other guy. Basically, it's just better set up for the whole fact that, right, Luffy and the others were having to choose a challenge that they had to go through. Swamp. Four vassals, four challenges? Uh, I think that makes sense. Swamp, iron, string, and ball. What did we choose? Ball, because it sounds fun. And and harmless. (laughs) Yes. Sounds harmless. Uh Uh-huh. I, I will say that there it does feel like there's some clunky dialogue here, but uh, with Sanji saying, but stay alert, we're in the upper yard, 33,000 feet above sea level, anything could happen. It's like, it, it, anything could happen. I, I mean, thanks for reminding us of the height there, Sanji. I, it, it's like that would only be a problem if they fell from a really long, uh, from a large height, which. Uh... <laughs> I guess that is true. That It is further set up for the joke here where, uh, but they, they also say 33,000 feet again. It's like just repeated. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's one of those like, boy, it sure would be bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be a trick where instead of like us challenging each of the vassals, it's there's only one right answer, and all the others dump us out back into the uh, the blue sea, thirty three thousand feet down. They go through. There's a massive drop, and <laughs> I, I love that bottom right panel of the teeth coming out of Usopp. Everybody's yeah, eyes that popping cracked out. me up. <laughs> that is so good. I don't know if we ever actually touch back on this, but like. I wonder what the other exits would have had. That is a if it, good if, question. Were they all actually traps, or like did they get lucky or or unlucky? I'm I, even after reading all the chapters, I'm I'm not. I that always sure. assumed that it would be basically like what we get with Satori, except of involving the others. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. As as we'll see later, they all have their kind of like territory. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess that, that makes sense. Mm. But hey, they survived the fall somehow because that is a massive drop, and <laughs> yeah, and somehow the boat survived. Right. I mean, it's it's clouds, but still. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. terminal velocity is a thing. There is such a thing, but I I do like that Luffy's laughing. And it's like I thought I was gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> Which is, I mean, I feel like that is sort of the. <laughs> Uh, the laughing in the face of danger is just very in character for him. Oh, yes. But then they finally noticed that there's a lot of balls around here. These balls <laughs> made of island cloud just hovering all over the place. It's like, 
Um, what's the challenge? It's like, oh, maybe it's just harmless and we get to sail through. No problem. We chose correctly. Yeah, hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and Sanji's like, nah, this is definitely some sort of trap. They 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 wanted to punish us, so this this seems too easy if we just happen to throughout right. this whole sequence. It's funny to have Sanji be the one who's kind of he's he's the one holding the brain cells for pretty much like this whole uh, this whole scene. <laughs> he kind of has. It kind of reminds me of when yeah. him and Luffy were together back in the Baratier. Yeah, yeah. Where he, he gets to show off his his serious side while Usopp and Luffy enjoy crackers <laughs> and play <Yep>. with the balls. <laughs> yep. Instead of keeping a lookout. But hey, when they touch one of the balls, a giant snake comes out and tries to bite Lu- Usopp's face. But uh, fortunately, <laughs> Luffy with the save, but jeez. He just kicks it away. There's something about that panel that just makes me laugh. He's like, get lost. <laughs> <laughs> and Sanji's like, oh, no, no more snakes. So get away this ball. He tries to kick it away and it explodes on them. So this is the, we, we have our like our, our gachapon almost where it was like, you never know what you're going to get, you know, inside these balls. I never thought about that, but I guess it is a gacha game. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, lucky us. But apparently they're surprise clouds as we get intro- properly introduced to Satori of the forest. And as Luffy says, he's a ball himself. Like he is. a Yeah, he's a very round man. That is a, I, that's a very odd design. But I also like that Usopp points out he looks kind of stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the self-awareness is, is great. Yeah. yeah. It's like, okay. I, I mean, uh, of the uh just even based off of like what we saw of the vassals in shadow like he's definitely the least kind of intimidating looking one so it makes sense that we're gonna go for him first you know he's he's the most silly looking right that definitely feels like the case and he starts taunting them and whatnot and he's basically like ah your friends are basically gonna die but you better worry about yourselves because you have to defeat me to get out of here and he starts bouncing all around he's like all right luffy get him and yeah just all right (laughs) And that's when uh, Satori points out, like, oh, you can stretch before Luffy even does his gum gum pistol, successfully dodges it and uses some sort of facepalm maneuver to send Luffy flying back into a tree and kind of getting a good hit on Luffy that we haven't seen since Crocodile, really. Yeah, it's just I don't quite know what this is about yet. Yeah, we, we see this technique a few times in the set of chapters, but it is just one of those like, oh, what, you know, what, what's this thing that he can do? Yeah, like somehow they're able to predict movements. Like they can know what their, their enemies are going to do. And they have this right. hand technique, which I think I have a vague idea of what the hand technique actually is, but I'm not going to reveal it just because I'll wait for yeah. the manga to, to do, to do that thing. I can't just do the speculation as if I've never read it before. So yeah, actually, yeah. The more I think about it, the more I think I know what it is, but we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. However, the, the the mind reading thing is interesting as he um, Satori just kind of calls it out, you know, as a like Sanji's coming in here for the attack and he's like, you know, he's like head kick, right leg, uh, and is just able to move out of the way. Yeah, it, he calls it mantra, a power granted only to the faithful, and yeah, uses it to just knock out Sanji in the same way. Then of course Usopp, and apparently it destroys the body, starting with the spinal cord. With the, this whole Ouch. move, jeez. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and it just it sends them flying. Painful. Yeah, it, it's interesting, like, just kind of right off the bat, like, they're kind of getting trounced. Yeah, I, <laughs> I honestly forgot about this. I thought they handled this guy, like, no problem, because usually it's, like, the first guy they go up against, like what we saw with Baroque Works, and no issue, yeah. we get to, to, took care of him. But no, this guy's actually giving them some trouble, uh, which definitely mm-hmm. th- threw me off. The, the idea here is we got a time limit as well, because he knocks them all off the boat, and then he sets the boat to go on its own basically it you know it'll it'll go into the forest of no return it's like yeah good luck with that fighting it at after that point and he's like i'm not letting you guys out because you're in the forest of no return and only 10 percent survive the challenge of the ball so oh yep that's our chapter i mean again it's mostly fights and setting up satori but there is enough intrigue here is like what are they doing with his hand and how does he read minds with this mantra like what is that all it's it's so interesting that it like this is this is where it gets set up because well like we see it a couple more times uh, in the next four chapters and it's yeah i don't know i was it it definitely had me like okay you know let's see where this goes Mm -hmm. surprisingly not explained yet 
That's the that's the other yeah. thing. I was I, I was waiting for it to get a full uh, explanation because I'm so used to shonen villains being like, 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 let me explain my power yeah, to you. This is how this works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's interesting the things that he uh, that Oda does choose to explain, and it's sort of kind of the part that's most immediately relevant is that like, hey, don't let the boat get away. <laughs> yeah, is the most important part. The rest we can figure out later. But uh, let's go ahead and get to chapter 247, Ball Challenge, as we return to Wapple in his post-escape stupor where he's still very much destitute and trying to emulate the little match girl. Not going so well for him as he is... <laughs> not not great. He's in the snow. He's lost his shoe. He is dirty as all get out. He seems... Getting peed on again. Smaller. Yeah, I love that this dog's just constantly peeing on him. It's the same dog from before. Keep it up. Keep it up. You're doing great. <laughs> the dog has drank a lot. So <laughs> there we go. There's there's more of Wapple. And you know what? I still have no pity for him. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. But uh, yeah, we get back to it with them facing off Satorian. I love this dynamic pose. We see the clouds go all around, all the balls all around. And we just get, I don't know, Luffy's shirt swaying out. It's like, there's something cool about that. Yeah, there's a lot of sort of like background foreground going on here where it's just the, this the shot has a lot of layers to it uh, and just a lot of like the way that the objects overlap does a really good way of portraying depth. It, it's very impressive. And they immediately come up with a strategy. It's it's it's, it's pretty interesting. Well, Usopp's like, hey, I'll keep an eye on the boat. Sanji, you protect Usopp. I'm going to try. And Luffy's like, I'm going to try to take down this Satori and, you know, take care of all of this. And Makes sense. Yeah, all all works except yeah. There's he, he can still predict movement, so he easily catches the pistol and slams Luffy into a tree. Like oof. Yeah, not going great. Yeah, it, it's funny. You, you know, just sort of straight offer like, all right, we got a plan. Luffy, you take care of this guy, and then you know, Luffy immediately gets bodied, and Satori's <laughs> like, well, uh, what about the other two? Yeah, he like literally plants him in the tree. Like he's struggling to get out. His, his arm whips back. It's like, well, that did not go well. <laughs> all right. And uh, Usopp found the ship and is pointing it to Sanji with, to, to catch up to it and take care of it. In the meantime, Satori bounces a ball seemingly at Sanji, but no, it bounces all around and instead's go, instead goes for Usopp. And he's like, oh, no, I'm the target and backs <laughs> I, up. It's going to blow up and it's just a flower. It's a dud. <laughs> it's a dud. But it still works because Usopp let go of the tree and he falls down you and fool. takes some major damage. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> Oh, Usopp. Oh. Uh, which, uh, this is sort of, uh, it's the great thing, again, of, of Sanji being the character with the brain cells in this fight, where he's the one just kind of like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but at both uh, Luffy and Usopp, is just like, can you guys just think for one second? Please, just go easy on us. Like, like <laughs> make this actually work. <laughs> but uh, Luffy's going for it again with the gum gum gatling i do like how he actually jumps off one of the balls here in the in the background and you see a crocodile coming out trying to attack him but he just ignores it oh <laughs> i was wondering what that was yeah it's just there you go he's like and the the problem is with the gum gum gatling is one satori still dodges it and two luffy hits a lot of balls around which and it's just all right every all, all manner of nonsense. We, I mean, we've gotten uh, we got the snake, we got the bomb, we got the you know the flower dud and the crocodile. It's sort of like at that point, I feel like you're kind of like you're aware that just anything could be in these. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I love how Oda plays with it. Like one has a bunch yeah. of spears, one has a crab, one just has a series how of did... birds that like do, do like a series of t uh, squawking, like squaw 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 squawk, and then they all proceed to peck at Usopp. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Luffy's on fire. Yeah, Luffy got set on fire. Then he gets bit by a fish in the, in the right river. In the butt. But then the which sets the fish's mouth on fire because it's so hot, and he falls through the clouds because this chapter is bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> and I love how like it's not just Zoro. Yeah, Luffy has to do the uh, the Tarzan. Tarzan. I, I I remembered that the Tarzan joke happened more than once, uh, but I wasn't sure if that was the anime dragging it out, and I didn't I didn't remember when it came up again. But I'm glad I did not remember remember it coming back. But it's I'm so glad it did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which inspires Usopp. Which again, great background detail that Usopp defeated the birds with his Usopp hammer and has them all knocked. Yeah, out <laughs> it just knocked him out with a hammer. <laughs> Good on you, Usopp. Uh, but he he's like, all right, I have my Usopp, ah, <laughs> and sees the ship and uses this belt to latch onto the branch and swing over like to the ship. Belt. He's uh, does the call, ready to make it, 
and the the rope gets stuck. He can't get it off the yeah. belt. <laughs> uh, just that that sort of slow panel of like he reaches it and then he's just like, oh, it's stuck, and then he just swings backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and and the the entirety of the joke is Sanji's just looking at him again. You idiots. So he beats them up. It's like, all right, let's just forget this. Forget about the ship. Right now, the three of us need to. And all of a sudden, Satori out of nowhere, just bam, right in the chest, which, man, that Oof. face on Sanji, the blood leaking out of his nose and mouth. Like, I oh. mean, he said it goes for the spine. Oh, that is a brutal looking hit. Like, I, I feel for Sanji with that one. I, I don't think I've felt for yeah, a Sanji oof. hit since, like that since, uh, really, the Bratier. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it for uh, that. It's just a one down, to two to go. And I thought that was going to be the end of the chapter, but yeah, me too. I- instead, we get a, a mini flashback where Nami's doling out who gets to use the whistle, and Luffy, of course, wants to blow it for fun. <laughs> he wants. Yep. And Usopp's like, hey, I'm I'm the weakest. And uh, the Chopper's like, no, no, I'm the weakest. And Robin's like, why are you arguing who the weakest is? <laughs> <laughs> I do like how Nami decides, like, all right, that's all right. We're just going to hang it in the mast in the middle of the ship. That way, if any of us gets in trouble, we know where to find it. Got it? Except for, except for you four that can actually fight. You're not allowed to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's there, but you don't use it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This isn't for you. But uh, hey, that's great. We did leave Chopper alone last time, and he's like, "Oh, the whistle. I should hold on to this just in case there's an emergency. That way, the Sky Knight can come save us." And then immediately, another one of the vassals comes and he starts blowing it immediately. Yeah, just I love that transition of just him turning around, just <laughs> that last face. Yeah, he, it's like you can almost see it like, animated oh, where he's like, like, he sees it. Calmly turns because he even has the extra eyelashes, like almost cutely, and then just panic yeah. whistle. Ah! <laughs> it's like, oh god, poor Chopper. <laughs> second time, not in a row, but second time we've ended with Chopper in a pure panic state. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's an SBS, but honestly, nothing too major. Mostly joke stuff. So we'll just yeah. continue on and uh, get the chapter 248: Former Kami versus Vassal. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is the good stuff. Even more good stuff. We have Wapple under a bridge, just filled with a bunch of junk. As he's just like eating old robots and toys and stuff. And old toys and still getting peed on. Yeah, still getting peed on by that one dog. And <laughs> he followed him. Yeah. Hey, at least he found his shoe as well. So that's that's something. Life is suffering for Wapple, which good. Yeah, I I, I can't emphasize <laughs> enough. Yeah, sucks to suck. So, yeah, pretty much. Uh, but instead of going back to Chopper, we instead see what's going on with Gonfor. He's got a cute little hut. Yeah, I, I like this place. He's he's a he has a pumpkin farm. Uh, yeah, which what is it about uh, the Japanese and and pumpkins in the sky? Because we have it know. in here, and we also had those pumpkins in Skyward Sword in Zelda. Huh. Yeah, I wonder if there's a connection there. Some, I, don't, I don't know, certainly. Yeah, I, I have no idea. But it turns out he also rescued Pagaya. Uh, mm-hmm. So it wasn't just Kanis that he rescued. And apparently wherever they're at, uh, Aneru's mantra cannot reach them there. So, you know, yeah, Aneru... An interesting has. little detail. Yeah, so out of the way. But we get this interesting dialogue where it's just sort of talking between the two. And it's sort of just setting a mood. Yeah. Of course, Connus is upset as she just sort of absently plays her harp. Uh, but Gunfor starts explaining, like, oh, yeah, there's people in the Blue Sea known as pirates. And uh, they're generally regarded as criminals who sail the sea in search of plunders. Well, the Straw Hats are probably such people. Um, and he's like, so they were criminals from the start? It's like, well, perhaps outsiders are better terms because there are those in every realm who refuse to play by the rules. And Aren't you guys the, basically the same right now? Which I like that they're putting that into perspective. Is like how it. Yeah, the, I, I really love Gonforce's perspective, uh, the, the, like the way that he's written in this scene. Yeah, it's it, you get that sort of wiseness to him that mm-hmm. we didn't quite get. The, I guess initially, you know, this is important at some point yeah. because he's <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I too have made friends with pirates over twenty years ago when I was still Kami. They came here, huh? Mm-hmm. That's I, hmm. 
I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut for that. Yeah, one. <laughs> I think I know that one, but also like that's that has to be a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not not nothing. Certainly, indeed. I do like this bit where he says, um, you know, uh, talking about perspective, where he's like, uh, those whose actions make them heroes in times of war might, under other circumstances, be branded as murderers. And I think that that is really just like a lot of what the story is thematically. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, by our perspective, following the crew, they are heroes more often than they've saved so many people. But because they fly the pirate flag and don't follow the government's rules, they're outlaws. So, yeah. That's rather That's interesting. Refuse to play by the rules. Yep. Those people. Indeed. We also get the revelation that even though like outside of the Nehru, things have seemed mostly peaceful. Right. There's the gorillas who we get a proper name for them. The Shandians. Uh, apparently yes. the sky people and the Shandians have been in perpetual war. They still challenge the Nehru to this day. And we get that extra bit of lore here from Pagaya. It's like, oh, yeah, when you were Kami, you sought to appease them. And try to end the hundreds of years of bloodshed. And he's like, I was so close, but then a Nehru star stole my seat as Kami and accomplished nothing. This makes so much more sense when you realize why, like, that's why Gonfor was there uh, to save the Straw Hats, like, right when they, you know, they got attacked uh, by the by the Shandians, or, you know, one of them. Yeah. That, I guess so I, did, it, I didn't it, even think about that, but makes yeah, sense right. why he sw- It makes sense why he swooped in. When he did, because he was probably aware, like, oh, yep, you know, this is this is a thing that happened, and I, uh, you know, he's probably shouldn't allow this like to he, happen, <laughs> right? Yeah, he, he seems definitely like he regrets it, and that he he kind of failed. Mm-hmm. We even get a legend uh, from this, but apparently, eons ago, uh, on the day that the sacred upper yard was born, a beautiful sound rang out from the island and enveloped the land. It was on that day that the fighting between the Shandians and the Sky People began. And that's why he believes that the next time they hear the song of the island, the bell, the fighting will stop. Yeah, that feels like foreshadowing. <laughs> we know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like RPGs. There's a legend. Okay, the legend's true. Yes. <laughs> that's that's just yeah. how these things go. This this is definitely some of my favorite stuff in in Skype. Yeah, getting into like the backstory and the lore and stuff. Uh huh. It's just like all these little nuggets we're getting is super compelling. Yeah, and I remember I remember some of the nuggets. Like I didn't remember until he brought them up and like, oh yeah, this is what he's talking about. That's that's yep, that's yep. good stuff. But then Pierre starts freaking out and he's like, well, duty calls. I gotta go. And off he flies, leaving them all behind. And I I don't know. There's something nice about this. Uh, the two of them was like, ah, oh, this pumpkin juice is delicious, and indeed it is. I'm glad I'm you like it. Just kind of sharing a moment, and he's repairing the uh, the glider. Yeah, the wa- the waiver. So yeah, the waiver. It's, it's, it's cool to see. That he's actually still working on it for them. But then, poor Chopper, poor Mary. <laughs> poor yeah, Mary's on fire. <laughs> yeah, the mast is on fire. Chopper's already beat up and lost a tooth. Like it is not going well for him. Yeah, that's uh, not great. Yeah, he it's not no. <laughs> he has to rip off the poor mast and toss it into the clouds because oh, it's just that. And the and again, Chopper being like, I'm responsible for this ship. I am not going to fail in my duty. And we get to see uh th- this vassal's uh bird who can apparently breathe fire based on what I'm seeing here is riding hmm. rock Fuza is his name. <laughs> and he's just like, like, well, you don't want me to attack your friend, your comrades. You don't want me to destroy your ship and you don't want to die. You don't leave me with a lot of options. And this is where he's, he's, he's got a job to do, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is Shura. Good pilot design. I got to say, I do like this design. Simple, but effective. Yeah. The, um, he really, I didn't think about it uh, at first sight, but he, yeah, he totally has like that fighter pilot kind of look to him with the, uh, the jacket and the scarf and the, the goggles. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a fun look. Yeah, it's cool. He, he he goes for it. He's like, you know, if you care so much about living, why are you so weak? And Chopper barely dodges it. And that's when we get the reveal that the uh, the spear he wields is incredibly hot to the point that it sets the it just <laughs> the boat on fire. Melts it. Yeah. Man. Poor Chopper just trying to simultaneously put it out, and then he tries to punch him. And again, because he's he's just like Satori, where. He can protect Chopper's moves. He can't. It seems like the vassals probably all have this power. Yeah, that definitely seems likely at this point, which mm, not good. Not good. So uh, Shuri sort of goes over some, eh, let's go some world building, I guess. We'll go with this one. Uh, It's like, 
hey, you're on top of an altar and, uh, you know, your friends are trying to reach this place. Uh, and there are four areas on this island, each one ruled by a different vassal. So when a target sets foot on one of those areas, the other vassals cannot touch them. That's our rule. The altar, mm-hmm. however, is not a part of a domain, and it's considered free game. Of course, before they can come here, they have to. Uh, your friends have to survive their challenges. Chopper's like, oh, so if Luffy reaches here, we'll be able to get away. And it's like, yeah, you'll be uh, free to go, provided you survive the free area, because <laughs> that you know, there's the rules. But an exception got made, because you guys were supposed to stay here, and they left. yeah just i love that realization chopper's like it's all zoro's fault (laughs) oh poor 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 chopper basically like if you know one escapes another must pay with death there must be a sacrifice sacrifice is law Ah, man it's a it's a rough fight here where he's trying to he's trying to and he gets stabbed and set on fire like poor chopper yeah He's crying. Although, I do want to point out when we get that wide shot of the altar, we do see that the mast is still sticking out of the clouds. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, it's like still there. Yeah, that's we haven't lost the mast yet, so that's that's good. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. jeez. I mean, God, the, the poor Mary. It's just, you're just seeing it all just beaten up. <laughs> just got it fixed up, and now it's getting set on fire. What the heck? Uh, but just before the killing blow is laid on Chopper, out comes Ganfor, who, yeah, just... Make, what an epic save. Like, he's the master of these epic saves. Right. And there's some coming fantastic in at the posing right. here. Like, yeah, the choreography is so it's so sick. Right? He, Pierre is ridiculously designed. But there's something cool about this old man on this pose, like, just getting ready to yeah. fight. Like, because we're getting basically <laughs> a... a Lance duel in the air. Yeah, I th- I totally forgot this fight happened, and I'm just like, this is amazing. I I'm a ama- yeah. <laughs> this is yeah yeah. It's it's awesome. Forgot about this fight, and this is awesome. Like this, you you wouldn't see this with any other character. I like to have this opportunity to have this unique character <laughs> that yeah to have to have gone for get a fight. I just I love that like you know he's. Uh, Chura's like, there's only run one room, uh, only room for one Kami on this island, and just like that clash, that mid-air clash with the in shadow, and it just there's so many cool panels. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fantastic, and we even see that Gonfor has some sort of pot of. Uh, Power. Yeah, he can do the palm thing. Yeah, he does the palm thing to him. Although I, I also love that badass where he like it nipped his cheek and it just has that sizzle. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, he like just. Uh, Gonfor is a badass. Like, he he fights like he's a former Kami. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's really good. It also provides an interesting set here where I sure it seems to be pretty evenly matched right now. And Kami yeah. was the former Kami. How strong is an Eru? <laughs> right. <laughs> if he can just kind of take on one of his vassals like pretty handily. Yeah. And well, we see yeah, you know, that, that, that probably implies that Eru. Yeah. I, I would imagine Edward's uh, far above all of his vassals at this point, basically. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, doesn't bode well. Nope, does not. But, hey, that blow makes Chopper excited. It's like, yes, go Sky Knight, and there's our chapter. <laughs> uh. Uh, but, hey, the SBS provides us some details on some more characters because we find out that Smoker's birthday, because, of, of course, of a fan suggestion, <laughs> Smoker's birthday is March 14th, White Day, and Hina's birthday is March 3rd, Girls' Day. So, yeah, there we go. Sense. They're also, uh, Smoker's 34 and she is 32. They joined the Navy at the same time, but he was never really good at listening to Superior's orders, but Hina thankfully got him out of problem trouble a lot of the times so. that tracks yeah like that's that's a pretty good bag everything said there just makes complete sense from the characterization we've seen so far yeah you really get the vibe from from smoker and hina that they're kind of like old friends mm-hmm. just the, the, the way that they deal with each other is just kind of you know he's just like yeah whatever yeah <laughs> he doesn't care also i i personally approach appreciate that i don't believe luffy or the others ever called uh smoker an old man because i know in the 30s <laughs> that the, yeah. the japanese people sometimes <laughs> refer to him as old men and i'm as someone in their 30s thank you oda <laughs> appreciate yeah. this smoker he 
and maybe it's just because of the white hair. He he does look a lot older than thirty four. That is true. That is true. But at, at the same time, like One Piece has some of the most badass old people uh, I've I've ever seen in a shonen manga. And I mean, we just saw Gonfor just you know kicking all kinds of butt. How long ago so. we had um, Kureha, who's a hundred and something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Perhaps the oldest and most badass. That is true. All right. Well, let's get the chapter. 249 the village hidden in the cloud which immediately made me laugh because i like that's that's a naruto reference <laughs> yeah i was like wait a minute <laughs> oh gosh this this isn't a ninja village i've ever heard of right <laughs> that's that's a little different although i gotta okay i have to admit i legit enjoyed this panel for waffle yeah the chomp chomp factory playing on the dry riverbed among the trash if only for one thing and it's it's like this build up that I just kind of like had got a kick out of the you know the dog that's been constantly peeing on him he ate yeah. him and combined him with one of the toys <laughs> you see that thing in the bottom right yeah. with the giant oh, eyes I didn't... that's the dog oh that's funny I hadn't thought about that you're so right I'm like okay it's <laughs> kind of dark but also kind of funny because this dog's just been that's peeing a... on him this entire time. That's a little funny. Yeah. I'll, I'll accept that. That's a that's a pretty good gag. The other toys are like whatever, but the dog thing got me good. Anyway, getting into it, Chopper's still cheering for the Sky Knight who got a good hit on Shura. And uh, his his bird is able to catch him and the lance, which good bird on that one. I love the the uh, top panel on the second page of the chapter where they're, it's just like them both flying around the altar with like over the clouds. It's just... It's just really cool. Yeah. Honestly. There is so much dynamism in a lot of these poses and oh, I, it's just fun. And yeah, I, I, I like that we have Chopper here just as sort of a, a cheerleader at this point. And yeah, just in complete awe. We find out what challenge sure would have been the string challenge. We don't know why we it's the string challenge yet, but it's, it's the mm-hmm. string challenge. So, huh. But time to go away from the fight to... A, a new character who's a young girl who's bouncing along the clouds and looks around and finds a specific spot that she's able to jump, jump through. And ta-da! we get the, the Shandian hidden cloud village, the village hidden in the clouds, which is um, very native American inspired. <laughs> yeah. It's so it, it's one thing. I mean, as we'll see here with this chapter, like I, I remembered that the Shandians were like native American inspired, but like, it didn't hit me just like how cool all of their designs are. Yeah, there's there's a fun sense to it. I also like I didn't notice it the first time, but they have like beanstalks behind them, like these yeah. giant beanstalks. Like there's that kind of classic sense. And we I don't think we even get this character's name that that, that sort of like talks to this girl who we learn is her name is Isa. And I don't know. There's something about this design that just makes him look cool. Maybe it's the shades. Might be the shades. Oh, it's uh, uh, Kamakiri is his name. Oh, Kamakiri. Oh, right. It, we did get a name for him. I'm used to the like yeah. little text box that comes up. I was like, yes, this right, character yeah. is Kamakiri. But we didn't get that. Uh, but apparently this girl, Isa, was in the upper yard collecting Vars in her bag or, you know, the land of the upper yard. It's like, ah, it's my problem. But you, you guys couldn't even beat in there. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I'll doubt that brat tell the truth. He's like, shining the knife. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. The way that this is sort of like the knife kind of sparkles as she's running off. I'm like, and, oh dear. And the vein is like, how? Uh, hey, you hit a nerve. <laughs> mm, yeah, we're getting a meeting. Uh, in in one of the TPs, I'm. I guess we're gonna go with TP. <laughs> and they're talking about how Ganfor has returned to the upper yard. You know, he's he still believes he can bring peace to the to the floating islands. Like he's wrong. Their only options are victory or defeat. The only way this ends is through war. We get the introduction of another one of the Shandians. The great warrior Kalgara's final orders were bring back the light of Shandora. And that's what we're going to do. And that's when we meet the Shand- Shandian warrior Wiper, which considering he's holding a bazooka and we saw the uh, bull mask in the previous page. Um, I'm pretty sure this is our guy. It's probably him. Yeah. And yeah. What what a design too. He's, oh, he's badass. I, I always liked this guy. He's yeah, he's so cool. Yeah, I I really like this design, and honestly, all the Shandians have great designs. Like this, yeah, very, they really, really do. Like the two guys we see down below him are just kind of a wider face, but they're also just kind of weirdly cool, despite you know being a kind of a bigger shape or whatever. I don't know. There's something about it, and he's he's like, hey, 
doesn't matter if it's a Nehru or Gonfar, Gonfor, uh, that those who rule under the title of Kami and their followers are our enemies. So all of them must be destroyed. All right. We're going to go kill God. <laughs> yeah. It's time to take out God uh, one way or the other. And we get this woman that's part of this whole thing as well, saying that, hey, someone on the island actually divided Nehru. It's the, and it's the first time since this has ever happened since he took power six years ago. So we're getting actually time frames now. So Nehru yeah. Nehru's only been in power for six years. Of course, uh, Wiper doesn't really care. Whatever. Like, he saved her. Now he's a he's a criminal by an error now. So whatever. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, the way that he just sort of writes it all off is just like, you know, like, are, are you insisting that Gonfor shouldn't be considered an enemy? Like, it's this is sort of the part where we're getting into. We have like sort of multiple perspectives and everybody kind of has their own goal. Mm-hmm. And I, you really start to see that come together where you have. Uh, Wiper here just kind of like, you know, he doesn't care what's going on like, like with, with Gonfor or, or Enru or whatever. Just like he's ready for a fight. Yeah. <laughs> and that is a key point here, which I I think pays off brilliantly later on. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Because and just the idea that like they're kind of like this whole society has been at war. But like over in Angel Island, like they're kind of like removed from it and so they maybe they don't think about it and like you know this part of the society is at peace right here you kind of have a whole hidden society that is you know they're they are at war yeah you have a society that's at peace but also ruled over by a a kami that will kill them if his rules are not followed yeah not so not so great there and uh a little bit of fascism you know oh yeah just a little bit so yeah i i like these clear lines in the sand that we're that we're getting as we go go through here, yeah. In a way, it's it's kind of like a different twist on what we saw in Alabasta. Like, yeah, I I, I definitely I get uh, Koza vibes from uh, Wiper for sure, but like he's kind of his own flavor. Yeah, and cooler than Koza. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, and cooler, and and does uh, ends up playing a much larger role. But the the sort of idea of like we had already seen like what a really like a big scale war looked like in the world of one piece. And we're kind of just like, we're at it again. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's there. It seems a little bit smaller in scale this time, just cause there's only so many people up in the sky, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just been ongoing for a while rather than trying to prevent this war. It's just, it's a war that's been happening. Yeah. They kind of like, Oh, we found ourselves in another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get the, this woman's name. Her name's Rocky. Uh, R-A-K-I. I'm going to presume it's pronounced Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. Or whatever, and he's just like, "Hey, just because we share a common foe doesn't make us allies." And that is, yeah, he does not ascribe the enemy of my enemy is my friend. It is just no, he's all not all, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, we see Isa sort of, she was peeking on this, and uh, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be away there because the the guy yeah. in this weird hat is like. Yeah, you don't want to go there. He's really mad right now, and we get the, just, the reveal just, that, that that panel of him—he's got a gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just that po is so cool. Eating meat, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good look. Plus, we get the reveal that yeah, you know, Wiper is the descendant of Kagura, who yeah, definitely the, our great warrior. That's all for that, and then we get these two panels that come. And go. We get nothing more of these in this. In this I have no section. idea what this is. <laughs> what this is about? Yeah, where Robin's inspecting a well, and is like, this is very odd. Nature and civilization are totally out of whack, because yeah. whoever built this couldn't have known that a tree would grow like this. It's very, very odd. I, I like. I like this research. I like this. Like, ooh, let's yeah. Learn. Meanwhile, Nami's up top on climbing one of the trees, and. She spots something and she just says, "This island, no way." I'm like, "Okay, what is it?" I have we, no, I have no get, idea. <laughs> we get nothing. Nope. Ugh. <laughs> oh man, there's been so much happening. I kind of thought that was the end of the chapter for a second. Right. It feels like it could be the end of the chapter, but no. We got more of Gonfor versus uh, Shura, and man, again, these strikes as they like jump off their birds in order to like thrust their lances at each other this is one of the most underrated fights in all of one piece right like, this is I, I i'm just legit like this is maybe one of my favorites it, it's so kinetic and the way it's yeah. displayed is being kinetic like you see the the swirls and the clashes like it's almost like a dragon ball fight yeah it just you don't really get like just mid-air fights in one piece <laughs> no it, it's it's yeah, you always have to use the land it. and so 
oh man, it's it's a lot of fun. Chopper's getting more and more nervous. We got a roar from Gonfor and Shura, and Shura, and it just goes for it. He gets this good. It tries to get this good hit on Shura, which seems to manage it. And it, it all the while, we're getting like little bits of other people we get of Connus, we get of the people of the village looking at where heaven's punishment hit where they tried yeah, to kill a big Gonfors. old hole yeah and then all of a sudden gone is like my body feels heavy what's 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 up with this and sure did something that he can't move his body anymore we get these little flashbacks and uh, again, we don't get an explanation because George is just like, Hey, you're die, You're about to die. You don't need an answer. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and that page turn where he just pierces gone for in the chest, it's, sets them on fire. Painful, but it's such a, like kind of just like a brilliant illustration. Like, oh yeah. It looks amazing. It's just like, Ooh, Ooh yeah, it's, it's definitely rough. Even the former commie can't stand up to the vassals. That's yeah. Who that is that is not a good sign. Sky Knight falls, and that's that is not it. A Nehru is all powerful is basically what it comes down to. Which whew. yeah, whoo yeah, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> yeah, man. What what did a bummer about how it ends? But just I'm just enthralled. I'm floored. Oh, that was such a great, that was such a good fight. Oh man, it, it was fantastic fight. Some interesting lore bits in there. Like it, it there yeah. was a solid two chapters, and just again the way Oda sets up these little things, it's really good. Yeah. In the SBS though, I I, I love the continuing developments of I don't know why, but the 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 Doiskoi Panda. <laughs> yeah, the the clothing brand, and now we have a counterfeit. Yeah, because uh, somebody pointed out that there's a uh, somebody that showed up in the background after Bellamy got beat up with a Cyber Panda logo, which I didn't even notice. And yeah. um, <laughs> he's, he points out that Cyber Panda is a knockoff of Doiskoi Panda, and that it's even more expensive than the original. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, this uh, clothing brand piracy we have going on here. <laughs> right, we get we're getting lore on these clothing brands and whatnot. Uh, we also get Tomato Gang that shows up near Panda Man, which okay, <laughs> just weird. Just some good old silliness. Yep, fun, fun silliness. Well. Let's get to chapter 250. And uh, we had a Naruto reference last time. Time for a Dragon Ball reference this time with Ball Dragon. Ball <laughs> <laughs> uh, This manga is so silly. Sometimes. Yeah, it really is. But hey, in Wapple, the kids find all the toys that he made with his, uh, his, I forget what it's called. But yeah, that he made, including the dog. And the kids are delighted. That's weirdly wholesome it is very weirdly wholesome it's like all right well at least they're enjoying that and then yeah stay stay uh far away from that the uh, stinky old man i swear to god if he uses kids and the delight of children to make this man redeemed in some way i will be impressed i will never accept a redemption from wapo <laughs> you, i you, you can't make it happen don't make it a thing <laughs> We will see. Is all as all I'll say. I, I I have no idea, but I'm like, I I'm I'm with you, but I'm also like, if anybody could do this, I bet Oda could do it. Yeah. Oh, is he gonna do it? <laughs> we get the results of that fight. Uh, Gonfor, you know, got pierced. He got set on fire, and then he falls in the clouds, which you know sets him Ooh. off. You know, he's not on fire anymore. Chopper's like, oh boy, I gotta save him because there's sharks in there. And uh, Chopper immediately dives in after him. He's like, wait, are you crazy? You're a Zoan too, aren't you? And and that's when Pierre's like, oh, no. And he's like, all right, you're a Zoan too. And he attacks Pierre and sends him into the clouds. Oh, oh it's not going great for our heroes here. Nope. Not, not going well over here. So, yep. He's like, well, wasted my time and hey if the river were bottomless perhaps they'd stand a chance of surviving but this river does have a bottom so i wonder if the other three escapees have been captured yet and he leaves but also like i have a bit of a prediction on how they survive this let's hear it because uh, i i have no memory Re- really of okay because i've yeah, been noticing subtly because i don't remember exactly but i've been noticing some subtle things here and there that we've uh, okay. that we've come uh, that otis had in and i pointed out before the mast is still in the water. 
Oh. And even when Chopper leaps after the Sky Knight, you can see just a little bit of the top of the mast next to a Sky Shark. Yeah. Oh, I see it. Yeah. I, 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 I don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure that's how they're going to survive this. Hmm. So that's... Mary with the save yet again. Man, with... Yeah, right? But I also like how <laughs> Oda just planted that. Had, like, set that all up just to have that... that uh, yeah, we'll ready. see if that's how that turns out. I mean, that would that would be really smart. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be down for it. But yeah, we're back to uh, Satori, and he has created a ball dragon out of all of his balls. <laughs> uh, which is oh, look, weird. It's kind of like a... It's like a Chinese dragon, like the kind you would see at like a festival. Yeah, it's a Chinese dragon, but it's also... It has the horns kind of like um, Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Shinron. <laughs> yeah, Shinron, yeah. So, hmm, interesting there. But, yeah, Sanji's down, Usopp's down, <laughs> because really because of all the scares that he keeps getting from all the balls popping out. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> he's not, he, I mean, he's definitely taken damage, but uh, there's some psychological damage going on here, too. <laughs> right. And Luffy is standing back up again, and he's like, uh, he, he, all the while Satori's just taunting him it's like wander the forest until you die exhaust your strength and waste away Luffy's like nope not gonna happen and sends after the ball the ball dragon after him and he's like well what is it gonna be my dragon's made of some that are filled with blades other with explosives and there's one special fireball that will set off the entire chain reaction <laughs> it's kind of gambling here yeah and Usopp sees this and it's like okay this is my chance Luffy, you take care of it, and he runs off, which, you know, at this point, I'm not fooled by the whole, like, oh, Usopp's abandoning him. It's like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, uh, he didn't not, even ha- cross yeah. my mind. <laughs> you know he's not. He's, yeah. up, he's up to something. But I also love Luffy running from the dragon, running up a tree, and jumping backwards because he noticed that there's a bit of a string yeah. attached to the cane that Satori has. So he's like, oh, let's see he how tough snaps he is it is when I cut it. And he just snaps, yeah, snaps the rope, it, holds on to it as he as Satori tries <laughs> to bring him back to and try to pull a scorpion with get over here. And he's like, no, no, you're supposed to let go of the other rope. <laughs> Luffy, <laughs> Luffy and the dragon strike with Satori and just a massive explosion. Uh, I love the aftermath with great. all the axes and knives embedded everywhere. There's a tree just <laughs> yeah. blown up. Oh, man. And Satori's just in, like, in, in oh, I survived. No other manga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's like, I, I I can't let it. I lost control of the situations. And I, if I let things like that uh, get to me, it will interfere with my mantra, which, again, is really interesting there. It's like, it's apparently, it's a concentration thing. Yep. Apparently, it did mess with his mantra because turns out Luffy survived. And he's just right behind him. You see him holding on to him. Yeah. And that's when Usopp finally, we see Usopp. He got a, up on top of the trees and... He's like, oh, hey, I found the boat because it might wind all around this forest, but there's only one exit. It has to go up high. So, yeah, <laughs> there it is. So we don't have to actually worry about this. It doesn't matter. We'll just go take care of him, get everybody, and we'll get out of here. It's kind of a fun reveal of, like, it's sort of like the, he was messing with you, you know? Yeah. It's it's definitely easy to get lost, you know, lose the uh, forest for the trees, I guess is the better way ah, to Yeah. <laughs> And uh, like, okay, we don't have to worry about this anymore. I love this time for Sanji to shine. It's like, all right, hang oh, on yeah. to him, Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, Dumplin'. I keep hearing hearing about this challenge and all that. I don't care about your rules. I'm out to rescue some damsels, so. <laughs> this is my love challenge and he's like oh god he's crazy too <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's fun when, when sanji gets to style on the villain and especially when the villain cool. like satori now that he's in this situation is completely caught by luffy he's like i just ah, noticed he's... like luffy has like his legs wrapped around oh him. yeah like he's satori's not oh, getting a- going anywhere at this point Oh, man. <laughs> and he's immediately screams like, no, it's two against one. This is unfair. He's like, no, <laughs> you kidnapped my friends. You made the angels cry and you tried to kill them. So you're the coward. And <laughs> it's like, might be pretty handy to predict our moves, but you're not moving anywhere now. <laughs> yeah. He just goes over this whole recipe for sealing in flavors. And he's like, no, if you lay a hand on me, you'll be a class one offense and you'll be declaring war on the the, uh, the almighty and narrow. And he's like, nah, don't care. <laughs> yeah, but just mm. he winds up and he's like, no, I'm not good with pain. And we get 
the end with that massive boot to the head thanks to Sanji. So satisfying. Oh, it's so good and to see him breaking just take his that glasses in half. Just ugh. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's interesting too with uh like with Satori as kind of like the is sort of the like lowest on our villain rung here, where he kind of like once once his plan kind of uh, quite literally blew up in his face. Like he was he was kind of done. Yeah. At that point. Or he's just like, you know, after that, he kind of had nothing. Right. It was it was interesting because he seemed relatively powerful, but he was yeah. also able to dodge their attacks. And as soon as they were able to actually land those attacks, that's when the playing play field was evened out. So I, I, I think that's smart on Oda's part to just, how are they doing this? Well, we don't know yet. That's going to be the challenge of actually beating these vassals. Yeah. So, and it, it makes them get creative, which is really fun. Uh huh. We get it. We get a proper team up. We don't see that. Too. We, we, well, we do see it kind of often, but it's still fun to see like Luffy and Sanji have to work together to take out this guy. I like it. It's a fun set of chapters, and uh, we get an SBS where just uh, Oda points out that eh, when characters don't appear too often, the actors of the Straw Hats will voice random animals in the show. Yeah, which is fun. I, I, it's funny that Karu is voiced by Sanji. Yeah. <laughs> and Eyelashes is voiced by Usopp. That's that's great. That's just great. Yeah. So, yeah, a really fun set of chapters. Really enjoyed it. One vassal down. I assume that Satori's not coming back at this point. Yeah, three more to go. Uh, and two more to be introduced, really. Uh, yeah, properly. really. And really just laying groundwork in so many places like i'm legit like we got that action but we're also like what is what are the mysteries of this place that's that's mm-hmm. uh, i think another part of the fun of this it's like he just yeah. keeps peeling back these layers of little sky island he oda knows everything about how this is all going to play out and just the little little bits and pieces of hints that we get is just ah oh, it has me on the edge of my seat yeah. <laughs> somebody who remembers so little of it like where's this all going yeah, and, and also we we hit chapter two fifty. <laughs> yeah, chapter two fifty. Like, we are officially kind of a quarter of the way through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you round down, I mean, I don't know what a quarter. It's it's even. It's nice and even at this point. We, you know, we may have another yeah, seventy yeah. plus chapters now, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a thousand ish. If, if you round down to a thousand, then we're we're a quarter. Yeah, which is which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels yeah. like time time flew by. It really did. So, yeah, I believe with that, I've said, we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 246 to 250 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening, and you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. And, Brandon, where can everyone find you at? I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter, talking about uh, anime, manga, games, and my job. I don't have a whole lot going on that's uh, really of interest. Just, you know, follow me if you want to see more of my ramblings. <laughs> Sounds good. And hey, if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 251 to 255 of One Piece. Until then, my friends. Bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. Are you listening? How dare you disobey me? I'm a priest in God's service. Not being judged by me is a first-degree crime in Skypea. Let me go! Now listen here. Attacking me means you declare war on the almighty God, Eteru! I got a question. Do you ever cook? Well, you don't have to be a chef to know which dish is best served cold. <laughs>